Hey there, neighbor. Welcome to Good Life News, where we talk about ideas, living the abundant Christian life, and God's wonderful love. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Fenton, an old farm kid, Bible student, preacher of grace, husband of one, father of two, papa for five, and really just another pilgrim headed for home. Let's walk together for a few minutes. Once again, friends, I'm Lauren Fenton, and this is episode 41 of the Good Life News podcast and blog. The focus of this month's episode is the spiritual fruit of faithfulness. Faithfulness is the seventh of the nine fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and then faithfulness. I mentioned last month that the nine fruits are naturally divided into three groups of three each. Love, joy, and peace, the fruit of a spiritual heart. Patience, kindness, and goodness, the fruit of spiritual relationships. And faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, the fruit of a godly character. So today, let's spend a few minutes thinking about number seven, faithfulness. The first of the three fruits listed in the third triad, a godly character. Of course, I pray that you will experience all the fruit of the Spirit in your life today and know the power they provide to live in a positive witness for Jesus in every relationship of your life. I want to start out with a doggy's tail. In Edinburgh, Scotland, there is a statue of a wee little doggy, famous for guarding his master's grave for 14 years from February 15, 1858, to the day of his own death, January 14, 1872. Greyfriars Bobby, as he was known, became a legend in his own lifetime. Bobby was a Skye Terrier, a breed that grows to only about 10 inches tall, yet weighs in at 35 to 45 pounds. Skye Terriers generally live for 12 to 14 years, so Bobby's 14-year watch near his master's grave in Greyfriars Kirkyard was quite literally his entire life. As legends often go, a few discrepancies in Bobby's story crept in as it was told and retold for over 200 years. He was known to be a constant companion for a man named Old John, a night watchman working for the Edinburgh City Police. Some versions of Bobby's story, however, say that John was a farmer who came into town regularly with his wee little doggie trotting along behind him. Actually, old John's occupation is irrelevant to the wonderful example of love and loyalty this story provides. But since the Night Watchman version is the more popular account, I'm going to go with that for our post today. It seems there was a requirement that every night watchman have a dog with him at all times while on duty. Sky Terriers are known to be courageous, extremely loyal, and canny. The, that's the Scottish expression for highly intelligent. Night after night, Bobby followed along as old John made his rounds. and He provides us with a wonderful example of faithfulness. His 14-year vigil at Old John's grave is an incredible story of love, loyalty, and undivided purpose, all of which are essential elements of faithfulness. Greyfriars Bobby's story was eventually published as a children's book 
and even made into a popular movie. And several of these are available on Amazon.com, and it is a classic for the ages. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, if you go to our website at goodlifenews.life and scroll down, you'll find a link to Amazon.com at the page where Gray Friars Bobby's books and movies and things of that sort are available. When we read a story or hear a story like Gray Friars Bobby, our hearts are stirred with wonder and amazement. Something deep within us rises to the surface in recognition of the moral value we see or perhaps project into the behaviors or relationships of others, even animals. It may be somewhat murky water to suppose that non-human animals might choose to act in moral responses to their circumstances, but regardless, we who are human can certainly make moral applications for our own lives from what we observe in nature. As I noted at the beginning of this post, faithfulness is one of the nine fruits of the Spirit, and from that we can realize that faithfulness itself is an attribute of God. God's gifts are drawn from the storehouse of spiritual qualities of his own existence. Uh, Let's look at a few Bible references. If we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. This is the rendition of 1 John 1, 9 found in the New Living Translation. From Psalm 36, 5, we read in New International Version, Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Please note, faithfulness is a spiritual fruit of the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives. We cannot effectively or consistently produce these fruits in our own natural strength. In fact, all the fruits in the list we're studying in Galatians 5, to 23 are spiritual in nature, meaning they are manifested within our spirit and become evident in all of our outward relationships and communications. Every one of these fruits are part of the very nature of God, and they are produced naturally within us by the Holy Spirit living within us. Paul stated this so clearly in his letter to the believers in Rome. He said, quoting here, Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. Letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Romans 8, verses 5 and 6. With those thoughts in mind, let's move now to the quality of faithfulness in our human lives. Jesus, of course, is the greatest example of faithfulness ever. He was perfect in every way. The book of Hebrews says that he was tempted in all points like we are, yet without sin, Hebrews 4.15. Certainly, Jesus was faithful all through his life, from Bethlehem to Calvary. But perhaps the strongest temptation of all came in the Garden of Gethsemane. He prayed, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. The mental anguish combined with physical stress and exhaustion, so much so that he sweat great drops of blood, 
Jesus was able to endure the torture of Gethsemane and the cross because through all his life here on earth, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And all the fruits of the Spirit were manifested in his life. Now, although we cannot claim to be sinless, when we are in Christ and filled with the same Holy Spirit, our lives will exhibit the same graces in our relationship with other people as did Christ. You see, God has a purpose for our lives. He created us, brought us into existence, so we could use the innate talents and abilities of our being to co-create with Him an eternal kingdom of love and grace. We've all sinned, of course, Romans 3.23, but by turning the blessings of God inward to consume them by satisfying our own self-indulgent desires, which is the very definition of sin, we corrupt the beauty of the kingdom, replacing love with fear, grace with disdain, and hope with anger. The healing balm of peace is soured with selfishness. The pure water of life is polluted with the bitterness of gall. Even so, God's beautiful purpose for us is unchanged. His love for us is unconditional, constant, and eternal. So even though we disobeyed His will and messed up our lives, He still calls us forward. He makes our complete restoration possible by giving us the pure life of Jesus in exchange for our old messed up one. Paul writes, Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. This is from 2 Corinthians 5, 17. God's purpose for us is exactly the same as it was originally before sin. Paul continues in verses 20 and 21, 2 Corinthians 5. He says, So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Can you imagine... What an incredible love! What unimaginable grace! Total forgiveness and restoration. God has recalled, recreated, and recommissioned us as ambassadors for heaven's greatest cause, eternal peace throughout all creation, both here on this earth and in the new heavens and new earth. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, trusting in His grace and moving forward in faith, we can faithfully serve God's ultimate purpose by sharing His love and inviting, that is, recruiting, anyone willing to come on board for the greatest of all adventures, personally representing the King of Kings, the Lord of love, and the Master of grace, forever and ever. Amen. Well now, before we leave this short study on Holy Spirit-empowered faithfulness, I want to spend a few moments talking about promises and vows. Just a few days ago, as I write this, my wife and I attended a beautiful wedding. Our granddaughter and her fiancé stood facing each other, holding hands, and in the presence of God and these witnesses, declared their love and loyalty till death do us part. Vows are good. They are promises upon which most of our society is based. Not just marriage vows, but also promises to pay back a loan, provide a service, recognize achievements such as graduations, honor a building contract, 
show up on time for appointments, and a host of other things. We make promises all the time, sometimes more formally and sometimes just in casual conversation. The question for us now is, however, how reliable is your word? A couple of generations ago, most people lived by a code of conduct and relationships that said, your word is your bond. In other words, a person's promises must be absolutely reliable. A handshake was as good as a signed written contract. If two parties came to an agreement about anything, a business deal or whatever, a handshake sealed the deal and both parties could rely on the promises made. The Bible's King David wrote a psalm about this very thing with a very pithy message. In Psalm 15, after asking a pointed question about who could stand in the presence of the Lord, he answered his own question with a list of several qualifications. And one of these was, he who swears to his own hurt and does not change. This is verse 4 found there in Psalm 15. Now, some of you who are reading or listening to this message today will probably think I'm a little bit crazy. But because of some very stupid decisions I made in the past, this teaching has cost me literally tens of thousands of dollars. Even when I could have legally declared bankruptcy and gained relief from heavy indebtedness, I refused to go that route. I had made promises, even signed written legal contracts, and I determined to faithfully honor those commitments. Indeed, God's spiritual gift of faithfulness in all things brings peace of heart, a clear conscience, you can sleep at night, and a good reputation for being an honest, dependable person. I absolutely believe this is the only way we can bring honor to God as we go through life, representing Him to our world. May we all continue to grow in grace and faithfulness in our journey through life, witnessing for Him. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And again, I pray that you have been blessed. And I hope you can join me for next month's episode. I'll be sharing some thoughts on the spiritual gift of gentleness. Watch for it on August 29th. So mark your calendar. Be sure to tune in and invite someone else to listen with you. If you enjoy these podcasts and blog posts, please do share the links with your family, your friends, or and certainly my thanks in advance. So we've come to the end of this episode of the Good Life News Podcast. If you would like to comment or join a conversation about today's content, please visit our website, www.goodlifenews.life. I'd love to hear your thoughts and observations. On the website's blog page, you can also find a complete transcript of the most recent episode, which will always be posted at the top of the page. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and other podcast platforms. If you would like to help out in this ministry, it is incredibly helpful if you would leave a nice rating or review on your platform of choice. Well, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next time as we continue our journey exploring more about God's love, His amazing grace, and the incredible good news of the everlasting gospel. Until then, walk in peace, 
Live in hope and hold your treasures with open hands.